Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Now for our story. This afternoon, two women wait tensely, their thoughts centered on what must be taking place in Ben Calvert's office. Jessie, Ben's wife, who, with her lover, has worked carefully to bring about conflict between Randy Lane and her husband. It was Jessie who had prompted Ben to slander Randy's father, certain that the young man would angrily confront Ben when he learned of it. And Jessie knew only too well that Ben shouldn't become excited, that overstimulation might be fatal to him due to his heart condition. But that was exactly what she and her lover wanted to have happen. They knew the medicine Ben must take in such a case would do him no good. For Jessie herself had replaced the vital heart stimulant with identical bottles containing nothing but water. But while Mrs. Calvert speculates nervously, hoping a tragedy will take place, another woman is waiting anxiously too, hoping that a tragedy will be averted. Aunt Mary, sitting in Randy's office, looks up anxiously as she hears his step in the hall. Hello, Mom. Hello, Randy. I didn't expect you this afternoon. You've been waiting long? Not very. It's about three now. I got here at 2.30. Oh, I'm sorry you had to wait. By the way, where's Peggy? She was here when I left. Yes, I know. We talked for a while. I told her I'd hold the fort while she went out for a cup of coffee. Oh. Uh, Peggy was a little upset when I got here, Randy. She was? What about? You. She saw you go into Ben Calvert's office. Oh. When she told me that, I... Uh, Randy, why did you go to Ben's? Because of this Bergman deal. I see. I've been boiling ever since it happened. And not just because I've lost the sale of Bergman's farm to Ben Calvert. Now, it's a method Ben used to do it. That and the gall the man has. He doesn't even bother to be devious in his underhand tactics. He thinks he can get away with doing or saying any foul thing that suits his purpose. When I think of his going to old man Bergman and... And the lie he told, well... I couldn't take it, Mom. Yes, I know. I kept telling myself the best thing was to forget all about it. But I was sitting here talking with Peggy, and all of a sudden I... Well, I decided to go see Ben. I know how you must have felt, son. And I don't blame... 
What happened when you saw Ben? I probably shouldn't have gone over there, Mom. I'm sure I didn't accomplish anything. Except give myself a feeling of satisfaction. Mm-hmm. You know, son, I was afraid of this. Wait a minute. You sound as if you thought I... You think that I lost my temper, that I quarreled with Ben, is that it? You mean you didn't? <laughs> For Pete's sake, no. <laughs> Guess I've been borrowing trouble. You have no idea how relieved I am. Oh, now, Mom, surely you didn't think I'd be that big a chump. I should have known better, son. And when Peggy told me where you'd gone, I kept telling myself that you'd use your head, that you'd do the smart thing, the right thing. But from the things you said a moment ago, and under the circumstances, well, I... Yeah, I don't blame you, Mom. <laughs> I came mighty close to popping Ben. The idea of giving him a good sock in the jaw was pretty tempting. I don't know what effect my words had, <laughs> except probably to make him mad. But then anything, I'd say to him to do that. But at least I made my position and my intentions clear. What did you say to him? Well, I tried to put him straight as to how I intend to operate the Lane Realty Company. And my methods are a lot different from his, I can tell you that. I don't like his way of doing business, and I never will. His business methods reflect his approach to life. Yeah, belligerent and selfish. It's, it's the approach of a frightened man, Randy. One who's afraid he won't win. Well, he won this time. As a matter of fact, he always seems to win. At least it... <laughs> It seems that way, son. But each move of Ben's to get richer only makes him poorer. Poorer in spirit. Yeah, I know, Mom. <laughs> I wouldn't mind having a little of that folding stuff myself. Oh, don't fret. You'll get it, Randy. No, I'm not. Not actually. As a matter of fact, I wasn't just bluffing to Ben. I really believe I will get there. <laughs> it seems to me that it's pretty obvious that Ben thinks you will, too. <laughs> that guy. You know, there's something sort of ridiculous about this, Mom. There's plenty of room for two real estate offices in Wakefield. Sure. Only I'm afraid Ben doesn't agree. Yeah, I know he doesn't. But he's not going to run me out. That's one of the things I told him. <laughs> Sounds pretty cocky, doesn't it? You think of the money and pull Calvert has behind him? No. No, son. That sounds like the talk of a very level-headed and resolute young man. <laughs> well, I feel resolute. That's any help. <laughs> and you know something, Mom? I think I can make a go of it. I told that to Ben, too. I told him it'd take me time, but I'd get there without pulling any sharp deals or skinning anyone to do it. Hmm. What are you thinking? I was just thinking, Randy, that you've overcome something. And in overcoming it, you've made a very important step. You mean because I didn't fly off the handle? That's right. And frankly... I think Ben expected you to. Yeah, I suppose he did. If you had, you'd have played right into Ben's hands. Any man who loses his temper usually loses his head and plays right into the other fellow's hand. You've shown Ben today that you can't be intimidated and that he can't get under your skin no matter what he says or does. And you've no idea, son, what a relief that is to me. Well, I intend to make a go of this business. In spite of Ben, but not to spite him. And that's what he believes, of course. Actually, the fact that it's Ben Calvert who's in competition with me is just incidental. I'd feel the same way toward any guy who's had the monopoly he's had all these years. Folks had gone to him for loans and for real estate deals because there wasn't anybody else. 
and he's abused his position. I think he knows that. Sure he does. And he knows now that since people have a choice, there's a danger they won't go on letting him make suckers out of them. You know, Mom, uh, I'll never understand how Henry Bergman could have fallen for anything Ben told him. You didn't say anything to Ben about that? About what? What Ben told Henry. That lie about... No, no, I didn't. I'm glad you ignored it. I don't care what Ben said. You don't care? Why should I, Ma? I see. Then you don't know what Ben told Henry. Of course not, Mom. I told you that. I told you Henry wouldn't say what Ben had told him. All I could get out of him was that he was taking the sale out of my hands and turning it over to Ben. Don't you remember? I told you that. Yes, I know. But when I heard you'd gone to see Ben, I... Well, I thought maybe you'd found out somehow. No. Oh, I think Ben would have told me if I made an issue of it, but... Yes, I'm sure he would have. But I told him I didn't care what story he'd cooked up. And I don't. So you don't know. <laughs> What's the matter, Mom? You look kind of distressed. Distressed? Yeah. As if you thought I should know what Ben told Henry. You don't think it's important, do you? Aunt Mary got up to leave and thereby avoided answering her son. But she was thinking. Do I think it's important? That lie that Ben told Henry Bergman about Randy's father? No. That in itself isn't important. But I hate to think what would happen if Randy knew what that lie was. Randy idealizes the memory of his father. If he knew Ben had said Randolph had been a coward, Randy would have... What right have I to guess at what my son would do? What right have I to assume that he'd lose his head? This is his problem, and he should know all the facts. But do I dare give them to him? I remember so well how he reacted as a child if anything was said against his father. But he's a grown man now, an intelligent man, and should be able to control his temper. If only I dare tell him. Oh, Lord, please give me the wisdom to do the right thing. Yes, Aunt Mary, yours is indeed a difficult decision to make. You would be even more concerned if you knew that a man's life may depend on what you decide. For Jesse Calvert's plan hinges on your son's arousing Ben to such a pitch that he will have a heart attack without the medicine which might pull him through. If you do tell your son the truth, it may mean Ben Calvert's death. How will you decide? 